Journey to distant realms. Explore the furthest reaches of the universe. Survive deadly dangers. Experience matters of the heart and more in a new actual play podcast. Join me, Audrey. That's right, just me, as I play tabletop games designed for one player. From journaling games to tarot games to even games that take me outside, I'm bringing you along for the ride. Join me for every episode of Alone at the Table. Is it an inverted elephant? Negative. You have two questions remaining. I know, I know. Is it a, oh boy, what's their name? The singer with the snake cape. Courier, I explained that the answer was not human in response to question 13. You have one question remaining. Fuck. Okay, final answer. Is it the album cover of Malfeasance Paraplegians by the Negative Trinity event? The 2134 remaster. Correct. Manual override unlocked. Yes. Go ahead and secure that backup, bud. Phew, you nearly had me there. Changing your security protocol to a game of 20 questions was the best decision I ever made. Courier, might I remind you that editing my manual override procedures to such a degree is a strict violation on my warranty. You might, and I will remind you that I bought you secondhand, my guy, so I wouldn't have that paperwork even if it wasn't expired, which I assume it is. Courier, the ship is now approaching the gravitational pull of Skyla. Ah, thank god. I was worried we'd have to go another round. Destination, Nakamura Biolabs Research Station. Local time, 4.57pm. Approaching landing in four minutes. Weather, Rain. rain. It's always rain here. Bad rain, as it turns out. How's our hole holding up? Courier. Diagnostics show no significant flaws in external acid proofing. However, various ship components are in need of attention. Great, yeah, thanks. Not much news since the last time I was here. But I guess I don't know what else I'd expect on a planet that's all acid water. As long as there's eggheads here staring at weird fish, I'll have work. Hey, Doga? Open a com. I wonder if they're actually finding anything new down there anymore. (laughs) Okay, Gary, okay. Just hold on. Hello? Hey there. Glim Bianchi here for Silverleaf. I've got a delivery for a Dr. Melodica Bennings. Oh, sure. That's me. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Come on down. I'll get the ship bay open. Sounds like y'all are having an uh, exciting day down there in the soup. Yes! Yes, you could certainly say that. We, uh, well, we found something pretty new today, to say the least. Come on down, courier. Oh, huh. Well, Doga, let's start to sit. Get set to maybe be here for a bit. Courier? I want to see how these scientists party.
So here's the thing you learn quick when you're a courier. The more isolated a client is, the easier it is to be their friend. I don't always do that. I've parked the kind starlight on my fair share of desolate ghost towns on forgotten moons and left with pep in my step. But sometimes, if you're delivering to the right people, and you're the first fresh face they've seen in a few spins around the sun, well, it has its perks. Hello there! Welcome! Welcome. Quite the facility you've got here, Dr. Bennings. Y'all got a full shopping center in here? Food court? (laughs) Oh, the courier has brought jokes as well. I wish, but it's not as fancy as all that. Here, come in for a bit. You must be exhausted. It's a long way out here. Oh, no, I couldn't possibly. Oh, sure you could. We've got a whole cellar of Crystal Quasar Champagne, and tonight we're popping a few of those bottles open. The least I can do is offer you that for your trouble. Well, shoot, if you insist. Give me one sec to grab your cargo, Doctor. Call me Mel! Like I said, there are perks. And speaking of benefits, I was rolling in them. The letter opener had only made a single peep from this parcel. And I was really hoping I could make a mostly clean getaway for once. Alright, buddy. Think you can come along quietly here? Ah! I didn't get a clean getaway. I still don't understand. How did this happen? It's like I told you. It shows up like this. I... Empty? But we got the combat from them, right? Are you sure they didn't strip it off and bolt to the showers? I don't know how they could have. When I was the one operating the airlock. I'm telling you, I opened it and... Ah. There we go. The one part that's, honest to God, starting to get easier is the part where I pull my head back out of the storm. I can't shut it up, though, so that's enough reward for today. Okay, here we go. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Now come on! Vladdy was just putting some Noxfish on the atom fryer. You ever eaten a fish that can withstand almost any corrosive made by humankind? Can I eat that? Oh, we found a way. Come, come! So... Can you tell me anything about this big discovery of yours? Oh, I would love to, but I really shouldn't. It's all classified under lock and key. So, so, these fish, and just about everything swimming around down there, really, when we fish something up, it's got stuff in its belly and its guts that doesn't quite match any other fish or plants we've been able to sample. So, my job for... I guess about a year and a half now has been to try and figure out what it is they're eating and where they're getting it. And that's been hard because we weren't sent here with deep sea probing gear. You know, budget cuts. So we had to convince Nakamura to reallocate funding. And that was a whole hullabaloo. Dr. Mel was easy to talk to, even more so in her own element. We were drinking this big common room with windows that looked out on this even bigger laboratory was full of tanks and dark water and blinking lights. There were at least 20 other eggheads in the room, all of them clutching glasses of sparkling whatever, and I was learning a lot about acid-dwelling fish. Good lord, so much. (laughs) Anyway, so that's why it's hard to get their stomachs open to start testing without activating those castric barbs. Oh, but I'm trailing off. Sorry. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm following like a moon shark stalking a pseudo trout. Well, moon sharks are vegetarian, but I appreciate the joke. (laughs) 
Anyway, yes, so we found some barnacles. Oh, barnacles? Very special barnacles. We hadn't done much with these yet, and honestly, it's because they camouflage right in with the rocks down there. There are plenty of other specimens with a better effort to reward ratio. But then, well, through a bit of happenstance, we were lucky enough to get our hands on one. And it's a big deal. We think that this sea used to not be nearly as acidic as it is today, and now we think these barnacles are the key to survival for everything in this ocean. If the theory is right, these things just might be the key to biological adaptation on Scylla. And so now you're hoping they'll name these after you, right? <laughs> oh, goodness, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm just one brain in this big brain place. I, whew, well, it's, that's a nice thought. Hey, hey, there's Castor. Hey, Castor. Among the gaggle was Castor Montebello, a guy who looked, I don't know, this is mean. But some people just look terminally annoyed just like the word grumpy was written about them. He was one of those. Caster, have you met our resident male person yet? I invited them to stay for a drink, since they came at the right time. Don't believe I've had the pleasure. Are you telling them all about our classified work here, Doctor? And some people arrange their words to sound like jokes, even though what they're saying clearly aren't jokes. Nothing so bad now, I promise. And I'm sure you know that. Now, hey, our friend here has just come a very long way to make a delivery, and I have promised them some time to relax in our company. You want to get them something to eat? Well, I suppose I live to serve, don't I? I'm fine. Really. No, it's fine. If I decline, then I'm stuck on here with this self-appointed HR manager reprimanding me for being a bad host. Come on. Imagine distrusting a male person. Imagine glaring at your local on-planet courier with contempt. Sure, they're up to something because who could trust someone so corrupt as to deliver the latest saucy magazines from Third Moon Publishing? Imagine that, and you have imagined Dr. Castor Montebello. So, tell me, courier. It's Clem. Tell me, courier. You spent much time on classified scientific vessels. Nope. Well, consider this your one and most likely only tour. Don't know what she's thinking bringing you here like this. Nothing personal. None taken. I can assure you, the most I'll retain here is the general dudfish smell. Like a hurricane-scented air freshener, isn't it? Underneath his aversion to courier-shaped spaces, Castor didn't seem like too bad a guy. Jokes aside, I actually don't resent anyone for eyeing a planet hopper with a certain wariness. No... The thing leaving me a little wary of this one was actually something I'd gotten from the cargo when I picked it up a couple days ago. Funny thing is, it wasn't conversation that the letter opener gave me that day. Alright, that should be all of it. This lady has us doing this once a cycle, you know. Creature comforts and all that. Comfort shrimp? Sure, I've seen worse vices. Let me just take that for you. Alright, um, and if you could just sign here. Hey, what's that smell? Lots of smells here. Mollusks, lobsters, three-mouth bass. No, yeah, but it smells like... Oh, oh god, like iron-y, like blood. Do you smell that? Mix, if you're trying to insinuate something about my business... No, 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 
no, no, no. I don't think... Uh, you know what? Forget it. Bye. Uh, okay. Thanks for visiting Serenelli's Simulated Crawfish. Near as I can tell, the letter opener just revealed to me that it's actually been a Swiss Army knife this whole time. And one of its helpful tools was smell-o-vision. It smelled like a crime scene. Blood mixed with this pungent stench, like someone rolled around in a bucket of chum before kicking the bucket. And something in the air in this place echoed it. Not exactly the same, but more like different shapes that cast the same shadow as some other single object. And the shadows lined up the closest when I was around Castor. Alright, here we go. Watch your step. Ladislav's been cooking in here all day. Don't touch anything. Every button and switch in this place is exactly where it needs to be. Ah, I think I can handle not sitting on your control panels like a cat on a keyboard. Mm. Ladislav, what are you frying? Got a guest for you to entertain. Somnium pneumatic monkfish. I would be happy to. For you as well? I've got half a plate of variable shrimp in the other room, and I need to make sure Mel hasn't taken off with it. They're all yours. Thank you. Now, friend courier, will you have white meat or dark? Yeah, I'll take the darkest you've got, my friend. I'm Clem, by the way. Vladislav Volkov. Would you like sauce? Absolutely, Vladislav. And so it went. And so... <laughs> and so there I am, shins deep in motor oil on top of a cliff. My guide is just leaving with the camel? <laughs> and things got rowdy. Jacobs, you can't punch that. It's fortified lunar diamond. Don't tell me what to do. I've spent three years in this place, and I've spent it getting jacked. He's actually spent it repairing ventilation units and drinking in the generator. Oh! 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 And the bottles kept getting opened. Oh, God, that's good. You know, Clem, I'm really glad you came here tonight. There's just such a relieved energy in here, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's just so exciting. And I just think, I really think what happens here tonight is going to mean so much. Hey, do you want to see it? Yeah. No, you can't do that, Mel. That's classified. You're classified, man. You're so protective of that thing. Why don't you marry it if you love it so much? Why don't you adopt that bottle the way you keep nursing it? <gasps> hello now, hello now. Let's not get rude and snappy here. Hmm. Caster's just jealous. He wasn't the one who found the thing. Now look here. Okay, this is my cue. Caster, my friend. Let's go cool off for a moment, huh? Cool off? I'm perfectly cool. Uh, I am so fed up with you people. I know you are, I know. Okay. I think I've got some phased up shrimp back in the kitchen if you want. Fine. Ride me. Let's go. That was something. Is he okay? Who, Caster? Oh yeah, he's just a big grumpy pants. The kind of person who doesn't like to celebrate anything because that gets too far away from the point of it all. I don't know what the hell he thinks the point of it is if he can't have a little fun and revel in the good parts. Speaking of which, now that they're not yelling in my ear anymore, let me show you. Come, come! And voila! 
Oh, oh, wow. You would not believe what it took to get this thing out of the ocean and into this tank. You said it's a barnacle, right? Doesn't look like a barnacle. Aren't those, like, lungs? Loose definitions. We're still classifying some of this stuff. It's all some kind of fish or some kind of barnacle or a clam. Just so we can keep our heads on straight. Well, whatever you call it, it's beautiful. What are the little fireworks it's letting off? Those fireworks are exactly the key to this whole thing. We think. Those puffs of light are actually emitting particles into the water that change the organs of anything that breathes them in, strengthens them, makes them more efficient, upgrades them, really. And that's how you think other life survives down there? Swallowing up fireworks, huh? You ever carry anything like this? Carry... what? Like on a job? Doesn't Nakamura have their own people for that stuff? Well, sure, but like, you could. Right? Oh, yeah. The ship can carry pretty much anything short of a small moon. Personally, though, I draw the line at anything bigger than an asteroid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to say, I think that's so cool. Zipping around from star to star, a different planet every other day. You've got quite the life there, Clem Bianchi. Oh, it's not all that. It is, though. I've been looking at the same seabeds and scientists for years here. And then you come in and regale us all with your outer crest cities and bursting nebulas and haunted houses. The house wasn't really haunted, you know. Oh, come here already. Let's leave the rest of that little scene off the record. Whew. I came in cautious. But Melodica Bennings knew how to tear my walls down. The way she would completely light up when she talked about her research. The way she smiled when I told her about my jobs. I... I have my weaknesses. She took everything the letter opener had shown me and tucked it all back into the envelope. Even if just for a bit. Can you blame me? Well, blame me. Because the next morning I woke up in her living quarters... One headache the richer, and one scientist the poorer. Uh, Oh, God. That is like broken glass in my skull. Mel? Uh, Hey, Mel? Are you here? And can you please get me some water? Mel? Mel? Mel. Oh boy. What's going on? Alright, up and at him, I guess. Where the fuck is my shirt? Waking up, hungover and alone in a room you only perceived while very preoccupied the night before, is weird. That's obvious, right? When I'm sick, or hungover, just not feeling it, I want familiar things. I want my bed. I want my music. I want to call my doga names. I want my ship. And so, as I stepped out into the hallway, I wasn't worrying about the shouts and hurried footsteps down the hall. Not until that smell hit me. Holy shit! That's... Blood. Hey, you're the carrier, right? Have you seen Mail? What? No. I just woke up and she was gone. 
What's going on? I don't know if I can tell you. I don't have the clearance. I'm gonna make sure everyone knows! Make sure everyone knows what? Well, if he didn't want me to know, he shouldn't have left me in a hallway full of people I can follow. Hey, wait up! Nobody really knew what to say to me. I guess that makes sense. They didn't know what they could say to me. But the longer I took to follow down those echoey walls with the smell of blood mixing with the brine in the air, I kept thinking about the empty half of Mel Binning's bed. Well, that and Castor, who the letter opener, I guess, warned me about? The one who seemed to have a reason to be angry at everyone on this station? And who maybe, just maybe, didn't need much to snap? Nothing more than a party that got a little too rowdy, an uninvited guest, and bam, there he is, suddenly ready to erupt. Excuse me, ugh, please, I just, I just want to know, oh, turns out we'll never know, because there he was, all over the floor of the room where Dr. Benning's miracle barnacle had been, with the stench dancing circles around the hole in his head. Don't get too close. What happened? Nobody seems to know. Someone found him here like this maybe half an hour ago. You were with Dr. Bennings for a while last night, right? Any idea where she is? No, and I, I get that she's important, but why does everyone keep asking about... Oh. Oh. The blood splatter from Caster's head was all over the desk and equipment that he was draped over. Dripping in between the keys of a keyboard he probably used once. Down the side of a monitor he probably looked at a few times with disdain. But the one place his blood wasn't was the tank with Mel's barnacles, because the tank wasn't there. Do they have any idea where it went? Wait, you know about what was in here? Who showed you? Where's the courier? Uh, <laughs> in here? Hello. Courier Bianchi. I liked you. That's an interesting place to put a past tense. What's going on? It, it, it was right there, Vladdy. They must have done it. That's not enough on its own. We need actual proof. What a confession. Proof? Confession? Vladdy, a man is dead! We have to act on that! And we will. I'm the head security officer in the room, in case you've forgotten. So we'll do this my way. Uh, is that really your job? Dr. Cheddar, when did they show up? Uh, just a moment ago. What's going on? I second this guy. I would love to know why I woke up to a dead body and a group of people talking around me like sharks circling a boat. Will somebody please explain what's going on? Don't play dumb with us. No, no, better to show everyone. Courier Bianchi, please, follow us to the hangar bay. The hangar bay? Wait, what? Did something happen to my ship? You heard the man. Okay, this doesn't need to get... Okay. Dead body? Not a first, but still not my favorite thing to see. Gun pointed at me? Also not a first, but usually it's being held by either a jacked up space pirate trying to steal my mail, or a coked out clam farmer who doesn't understand that I'm trying to deliver their mail. Instead, this time, I was the one being delivered. To my ship. Just through here. Okay, who opened the hatch on my ship? Is someone in there? Doga, hey Doga, c can you hear me? Are you okay, bud? No. Calling for help, courier. I'm just trying. Oh, okay. Yes, fine. I just wanted to make sure none of you eggheads rewired my AI while you were rooting around in my ship. We found your ship like this, courier Bianchi. Gangway open, with that sitting at its base. Oh, well, there that is. 
Your barnacle's in one piece. Uh, I would like to know how they know about the barnacle. Dr. Mel may have shown me around last night. It sounds as though she showed you way more than she should have, Courier. Where is she now? I already told you. I don't know. We went to her room. Frankly, I'd rather not get into those details. You may keep those to yourself. Bah. And then I wake up not 15 minutes ago to her gone, that other guy dead, and this thing at the foot of my ship. I know as much as you do. What about security tapes, laddie? Yeah, what about those tapes? If you've got them, that'll clear up whatever it is you seem to be accusing me of. Nobody has accused you yet, Courier. Some of us would like to. One of my officers is reviewing that footage as we speak, for any further clues as to how this happened. Look, if you really think I managed to kill your friend and lug this giant tank all the way over here, why would I just leave it at the foot of the ship like this? Because someone found Castor's body sooner than you bargained for, and you were in a rush to make an appearance pretending you didn't know exactly what happened. Very well now, order! I said order in here! Now, Courier Bianchi, while there is no imperative evidence against you this time, there is enough to make myself and my associates on board this station skeptical at best. I ask that you come with me to secure confinement until my officers have finished their investigation. Hold on, I... Yeah. Yeah, I can do you one better. Let me help investigate. Excuse me? <laughs> now they want us to let them cover their own tracks. No, listen, I... Okay, this is going to sound insane, but some of us couriers have started seeing things. Or I, I guess more than seeing. When I picked up the package that took me here, I got hit with a fucking curtain-sized whiff of the same blender of blood and dead crawfish that's stinking up your crime scene. I got here, I met Castor, and it radiated from him. Now he's dead. Courier, I would not say you're doing much to make a case for yourself. There's more than that. When I arrived, Mel's package gave me part of a conversation. You were in it, Vladislav. You and Mel talking about... I don't know. Uh, something coming back empty? Something gone missing? And now the courier's hearing things. Oh, come on, Vladdy, this is cut and dry. I will say it again then. Order! I would not let any person's words turn this into a mob. There's been a murder on this vessel and the missing scientist to boot. And anything that pushes us further from order will nudge us into a state of complete and utter panic. Hey. Who turned out the lights? Oh, oh, hey, where is everyone? Found you. You're coming with me. Okay, got, okay. You don't have to pull so hard. Yes, I do. There is presently a crisis to be solved. And once it is taken care of, I will turn my attention back to the one I woke up to. You have charm, Courier Bianchi. But that and a series of tall tales of clairvoyance won't save you now. As of this moment, I have no choice but to consider you the primary suspect in murder of Dr. Castor Montebello. Postage Required Episode 4, Gone Fishing, Part 1, starred Kai Swanson as Clementina Bianchi, Sabrina Ray as Dr. Melodica Bennings, Nicholas Kenyon as Dr. Castor Montebello, and Nikolai Vyezkov as Vladislav Volkov. 
with Felix Kingsley as Doga, Jay Petroquin as Riser Jacobs, and Lex Frazier, Kay Bay, and Wheels Wheeler as the ensemble. Gone Fishing Part 1 was written, directed, and edited by Jay Petroquin and co-produced with Chris Hutton. The show's opening theme, Kind Starlight, was written and produced by Jay Petroquin and Timothy Lamarck. The show's artwork was created by Gary Calupo. Other music and sound effects are courtesy of the Soundstripe Sound Effects Catalog, freesound.org, and the FilmCow Sound Effects Library. Thanks to our first supporters on Patreon, including Sizzle, Anissa Danny, Raina McCurry, 24 Oceans, and Jice. You can help us grow additional postage required for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash additional postage required. If you do that, it'll get your name read on the podcast just like that, along with access to early episodes, written commentaries, and more to come. Additional postage required can be found on Twitter at APR underscore podcast. We are also a member of the Moonshot Podcast Network, where you can find a galaxy of shows ready to blast their own cavalcade of voices into your head. We can't guarantee that you'll pick up on a hint of murder most foul aboard a briny research vessel, but you will catch wind of owls, Olympians, games, and good fun. Find out more at moonshotpods.com and join us on Discord to talk about the show. And hey, don't forget to write. Hey, CJ, is that Gahooligans promo ready yet? Sure is, PB. You want to hear it? Yeah. Hello, Owlets. I can hear your beaks churring with the who's, the why's, and other forbidden questions about Catherine Lasky's Guardians of Gahool. Join us, the Gahooligans, twice every dwanking in the great blue yonder for some glocks given spronk, some laughter therapy, and some subglossious ransacking of literary merit. Okay, I only understood about a third of that, and did you use an owl swear in there? No. You didn't do the assigned reading? No, that's your job, CJ. I'm just here for the owl facts. Well, we'll have to work on your vocabulary. I guess you'll have to teach me every other week on Gahooligans. Only on the Moonshot Network.